Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host with the most from coast to coast, from across the pond to far and beyond, from the North Pole to the South Pole, and God damn, that's a mouth pole. And I am here with Costa P, my man from Canada, and this is the Rock and Rap Connection. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> What's yes, up, Costa? We're here. It's Thursday. It's our first live yes, Rock sir. It's, our first live. it's our first live. I'm excited about this, man. I'm excited about it. Let's get it. Me going. too, me too, man. Uh we, we got some we got some topics for you guys today. We got some news to spread for you guys today. Uh both from the hip hop and the rap world. Uh, for those that don't know, if this is your first time watching the Rock and Rap Connection, I am a music enthusiast, mostly rock and hip-hop, um, but I mostly cover the rock things side of the things on this show. Um, I have experience playing instruments throughout my whole life, um, in, been in uh, know about the music industry, and so does Costa. Costa, why don't you give the people a little background on you? Yes, sir. So I have... I have about 12 years of experience with it within the music industry, uh, mostly to do with hip hop and R&B. So right now, um, besides the Rock and Rap Connection podcast, I help out an independent record label in Toronto, Canada, uh, named X10 Entertainment. So that's what I do. So and then I have my own my own crew, uh, which is um, formerly was called Recom Entertainment, but we're we're trying to figure out new a new avenue to go in with that name. So yeah, you're going to hear news about the artists that I work with and news about the general music industry on the hip hop and R&B side of things. And he said it best uh, that we're going to talk about the, the uh, a lot about the music industry, what goes into making music. We're going to talk about uh, some of our, our favorite artists from, from both the rock and the rap side. And uh, like this show says, it we are connecting rock and rap, which is two of my loves, and I know Costa has a has a few rock bands that he loves. Um, yeah. let's get down to it. Uh, Costa, first live. Uh, you got any news for them? All right, so we're gonna start off with with uh, the fact that um, the Dr. Dre's classic album, The Chronic, is back on streaming platforms as of yesterday. So, um. I think apparently it got taken off for a little bit because Snoop Dogg uh, brought, uh, bought uh, Death Row Records and he was trying to find different um, streaming avenues uh, to, to get, the, get everybody's album on. But uh, I guess he figured that Spotify was the best way to go. So, so he, uh, we got the Chronic album back on streaming platforms. Shout out to Dr. Yeah, Ray. The, the, the Chronic album is, is, a, is a classic album. Uh, definitely one I'm, I'm familiar with. Uh, yeah, I found it weird that it wasn't available in also in certain countries on Apple Music. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you, you, you guys use Apple Music, but yeah. it wasn't available in certain countries. Um, and or oh, certain songs weren't available. And that's a classic album. I always wondered why. they For a few years, they had Jay-Z, did the same thing with Jay-Z. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad the, al the album's back. I can now, you know, smoke out to that one. There's yeah. just something about that West Coast vibe, man. Exactly. And Dr. Yeah. Dre kind of started it with the chronic because yeah. when you listen to it from, from first track to last track, I mean, it's a story. It's taking you to a story of, of California, of, of Los Angeles. And um, it, it, it's definitely a, a mo monumental uh, record. Definitely, like when 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 you have to talk about the greatest rap albums of all time, yeah, the chronic better be on there. And 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 I think we should do. I think speaking of that, I think either maybe today or or in a in a future episode, we should do a, a Mount Rushmore on which albums we think are should be on the Mount Rushmore when it comes to hip hop. 
So let's yeah, a hundred percent. Maybe maybe we'll do that next week when we're when we're live again. Yeah. We, we can do something like that for the people. Yeah. Um, but back back to the Chronic album. Um, there were there were so many hits off that album too. I know, I know. And that whole G funk. I mean, mixing that that that, that classic seventies funk with, with rap with, with gangster rap. Yep, yep. It's a, it's a and incredible. I think that album. Um, along with you know the the whole NWA movement, I think those um that kind of set the West Coast off to to really kind of start taking over. I I agree with you, boss. I agree with you. I mean, the West, the West Coast had had the game in in a chokehold for 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 a few years there. They did, they did, um, especially with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg at the forefront. Uh, let's go back a little bit to um, maybe some re some reasons as to why it was taken off Spotify. So, like I said uh, last year, I think uh, Dr. Dre, I mean Snoop Dogg, bought the rights back to the entire Death Row record uh, catalog. Okay. He was trying to explore um, different um, avenues other than Spotify to, to get it to get it the album onto other streaming platforms. But like I said gotcha. again, I think they figured that Spotify was the best one to not. It's not as like the best, but it's the most the most um, recognizable pr platform that people know, right? So yeah, I, I, I think they made this, the decision to put it back on there. And uh, I, yeah. th I think the same thing happened with um with the Jay-Z a little bit. Like, I think mm -hmm. they are, every artist tries to find different avenues to, to like represent their music, right? So- Of course. I, yeah, I, I think the same thing happened with Jay-Z there a little bit, yeah? But um, like what well, you just you just mentioned the Jay Z thing again. Like yeah. all of his albums, oh. were off of uh, yeah, all of them were all of them were yeah, were so. off of Apple Music. Like every one of his his albums. Cause I, I like his classic album, Reasonable Doubt. Reasonable Doubt. Reasonable Doubt. There's the blackout. Okay, so where I think Jay Z should have, and this is no disrespect to Jay Z, but. Where I think Jay Z should have stopped actually making albums is the Black Album, because that still is like a, a very cla like as classic as you can get. I still listen to that album to this day myself. See, I have to say, I I really liked the uh, the first and second Blueprint albums. Yes, yes. Though those are some of my favorite Jay Z albums. Even I would even go back to Reason No Doubt because yeah that it was when he was coming up you know like he wasn't as big as he as he would be you know um and coming from new york that that flow he had and the stories that were told like it was that street hustle story that and it's that that rags to riches story and he made it happen yes sir you know he made the rags to riches story happen for him yep yep actually uh um, Go ahead, sorry. No, I was, I was just gonna say, like his, uh, like those, those classic albums. Like, well, you got to go back to any rap artist and listen to their first two, three albums. Yeah, and because a lot of rappers seem to lose that, you know, that grit about them. I know, I know. As as soon as they get money, everything changes, boss. Everything changes. But if you go back to those, the, the albums that, that really like made people put eyes on them, bro. Yeah, Nas's yeah, yeah. original albums are uh, Illmatic. Illmatic is something that yeah. it's always played on my playlist, bro. Illmatic, fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, the Blueprint albums. Might um, as well. Even Big, Big L, when you got Big L. Um, yep. yep. Li Lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous. Yes, sir. That's yes, it. Sir. <laughs> Those albums are classic fucking records that you hear the struggle. Yeah. You hear the struggle. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of the Rocky story, man. I'm a, I'm a fan of, you know, the, <laughs> you know, the underdog, you know. Yeah, they, they, you know the people. They shouldn't be where they at, but they got there. You know, exactly. no one ever fucking wanted them there. Exactly, and, and you speak on Nas. Let's talk about Nas for a little bit. I think so. I'm gonna, and this is what this is one of the reasons why I put Nas in my top five, because uh, you said that um, 
So when an artist first puts out his first album and second album, third album, that's where you hear the, the, the grit and the real storytelling, right? But I'm going to tell you this right now. Nas is one of the best album uh, artists even right now because in the last three albums he's put out, he's won his first Grammy and and the last and the previous two albums before him winning his his first Grammy, uh, his album uh, has gotten better and better and better. He's one of the only artists that you can say, as they get older, they get better. Nas is yeah. a true testament to that statement right there. I gotta say, one of his best written albums, Stillmatic. Yes. Yes, Stillmatic was one of his best written. Like, if you want to talk about, like you were saying, story and be right, Stillmatic, man. That yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you, man. I, agree. I, I can I can remember being what like I don't know, maybe like 10, 11 years old, maybe when that album came out, yeah. and it got played in my CD player all the time, all the time. I bring it to school. I mean that song. I mean that 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 whole album and the song One Mike. Oh hell yeah! Of course. Ooh, talk about story. Close your eyes and listen to that song. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. a fucking story, bro. Exactly. <laughs> and um, speak. Uh, so in the intro, you guys saw that uh, my my two favorite rappers are R Fifty Cent and, and Lloyd Banks, right? So funny story about Fifty Cent and Nas. So Nas, sorry, Fifty Cent was touring with Nas. At the beginning of his career, so he Nas took Fifty Cent under his under his wing as his artist, because mm. Nas had a group called the Bravehearts, and Fifty was a yes. part of that, and uh, which is which is something that a lot of people don't know. I didn't know so, that. Yeah. Yeah. So Fifty was part of the Bravehearts, uh, with with Nas taking him under his wing, so they know each other That's really, really well. That's fucking interesting. Wow. Uh, speaking of 50 Cent, you got you got some 50 Cent news, right? Yeah, I, I do have some 50 Cent news. Let, let me, give me a second to pull it up here. One sec. Um, so, the first part of that news is, so first of all, um, when it comes to baseball, um, 50 Cent was part of the Mr. October Foundation, <laughs> that golf, a golf tournament, that took place in Miami, Florida. So you had people there like, um, I forgot his name, but the Astro, uh, Houston Astros uh, current manager, I think it's Reggie Jackson or something like that. Uh, you had people there like Alex Rodriguez. You had every legend that, that is in the building that is a legend in sports, basically. So um, that golf tournament uh, went towards, I believe it went towards um, proceeds went towards underprivileged um, communities and and underprivileged uh, individuals as well. So um, Travis Scott was also part of that golf tournament, and so was um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Eagles legend Terrell Owens. <laughs> so yeah, because Terrell yeah, Owens yeah. Was my favorite uh, wide receivers there. Um, so in other news. Um, Power, I don't know if you guys watched the Power series, which is executive produced by 50 Cent, but um, Power Book 2 Season 4 has already been, I mean, is already um, taping, they're already taping it, and uh, the Power Season 3 um, premiere will be on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, I believe. So, Power the, the thing that, that I found interesting about that is Power Season 3 hasn't even started yet. It's slated to start on March 17th, and they're already shooting episodes for Power Book 2 Season 4. Mm-hmm. So that's, mm. that's crazy to me. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, yes, because six of... 50 cents, um, all the records, like I Get Money, like In The Club, like um, uh, Window Shopper, and uh, I believe Best Friend, and two more other records uh, went platinum. There are remastered versions of 50 cents music videos from 
God gave me style uh, off the mass of his second album, The Massacre, and um, uh, Back Down, which is a, a classic song off of Get Rich or Die. Get Rich and Get, yeah. Get Rich or Die trying as well, yeah. So uh, what, what I was trying to say there was they, they have remastered uh, videos on YouTube about uh, of those two songs because um, a lot of uh, classic uh, music from the set went platinum and diamond um, in the last two weeks or so. So th that's why they did that. Uh, uh, just just a quick uh, correction. The, the manager of the Astros is uh, Dusty Baker, not Reggie oh, Jackson. Sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, I was uh, I was thinking about something totally different. Sorry about that. Yes, Dusty Baker. I I apologize. I apologize. I was thinking about something different there. My apologies, guys. Um, yeah, that, that's that's all for me on the uh, on the rap side. You want to go into more details of uh, things that happen on the on the rock side? Yeah, I got you. I'm I'm gonna pull, pull up the news here right now. Okay. Uh, let me just get into into, into my messages here. Ooh, yeah, one boys. second, guys. We are live. They, they, this is the first time we're going live. As we yeah. go on, we're gonna we're gonna get this shit down pat for you guys. Yeah, we're gonna get uh, probably some of the biggest news in rock. Uh, that that hit is uh, Ozzy Osbourne uh, cancels his 2023 tour. And says that his touring days are are done. Uh, so he was um, supposed to uh, have um, a tour coming up this spring, actually, with Judas Priest. Um, and the reason he's canceling the tour is because of issues related to an ongoing recovery from an injury. And it's make it's gonna make him hard to travel. It's gonna make him hard to be on stage. Now, there's nothing wrong with his voice. There's nothing wrong with him singing. Um, now, the canceled dates were part of a, a postponed European leg of the No More Tours Two tour. Um, it was supposed to kick off in May. Um, there are refunds available um, at point of purchase. Uh, he actually put out a little uh, press release. That says, uh, this is probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to share with my loyal fans. As you all may know, four years ago this month, I had a major accident where I damaged my spine. Uh, my one and only purpose during this time has been to get back on stage. My singing voice is fine. However, after three operations, stem cell treatments, endless physical therapy sessions, and most recently groundbreaking cybernics, uh, cybernics, uh, HAL treatment. My body is still physically weak. I am honestly humbled by the way you've all patiently held on to your tickets for all this time, but in all good conscience, I have now come to the realization that I'm not physically capable of doing my upcoming European UK tour dates, as I know I couldn't deal with the travel required. Believe me when I say that I thought of disappointing my fan that, that the thought of disappointing my fans really fucks me up more than you will ever know. My team is currently coming up with ideas for where I will be able to form without perform without having to travel from city to city and country to country. I want to thank my family, my band, my crew, and my longtime friends, Judas Priest, and of course, my fans for their endless dedication, loyalty, and support, and for giving me the life that I have never dreamed I would have. I love you all. Uh, last year, Ozzy Osbourne was on the road to recovery following a neck and spine surgery after a 2019 injury and a 2003 accident. Uh, he returned to the stage at the 2022 Commonwealth Games and later played um, a halftime show at an NFL game. Uh, currently, it's unclear if Judas Priest will continue with the same or similar dates without Ozzy. Um, but this is, you know, this is kind of a, a real shame to, uh, you know, the, uh, the rock world. Be, oh, well, I should say shock to the rock world because Ozzy is a legend, 74 years old, and he was still, you know, ready to go do it, you know, full steam ahead. Um, I want to thank Loudwire for uh, all the news that I have for you guys today. That's usually where I go and uh, my most trusted source when anything comes to rock and metal news. Um, Ozzy, 74 years old, ready to, ready to go, and... Um, you know, it, it, he finally realized he's like, shit, I can't do this. And and it sucks, you know, and you can see like the way he's like, like it, it fucks him up that he can't, you know, perform. This is what he's done, done his pretty much his whole life. 
it's hard when uh yeah like you said it's it's when it's something you've done your whole life it's hard to like to like figure that it's the end the, basically the end of it right it's because yeah you, you, you spend your whole life uh trying to entertain or entertaining uh other people right depending on like depending on or, or not 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 I shouldn't say this, but not caring about, not like that, but not caring about your health, just caring the caring about the entertainment of other people, right? So it's kind of yeah. hard when, when you figure that it's that it's basically you can't do it over. Yeah, right? it's over. Yeah. Um, in other news, on February tenth, twenty twenty three, uh, what would have been Cliff Burton's sixty first birthday, uh, the world will once again celebrate Cliff Burton Day. This marks the sixth annual event that recognizes and honors the Metallica bassist, and it has become an officially recognized day by Burton's hometown of Castro Valley, California. Um, the celebration will be live streamed on YouTube beginning at 7 p.m. on February 10th, um, and the website is um, youtube.com slash Gomez Grip. Uh, they're going to be streaming it live. Um there are uh, there's going to be uh stories from friends and family uh there's, there's going to be you're going to hear from cliff's sister you're going to hear from uh producer fleming rossman um traumas mike overton ravens john gallagher i mean it, it's it's going to be a special event um and jerry only of the misfits uh is going to be there as well so this is this is going to be amazing, and I like how I brought up uh, a couple episodes ago the uh, live streaming events like this, live streaming performances yes. and celebrations and festivals. I think it's a it's a good avenue to what where where social media is today. I think it's a good avenue yeah. to start doing it. And uh, Cliff Burton was taken way too soon. Uh, amazing, amazing bassist, amazing. Um, and I think he really helped put Metallica in the forefront, you know, before his passing. I agree with you. I agree. I agree. Um, I think Metallica is one of the best, uh, rock bands ever, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, so for people who don't, who don't remember this, cause we weren't live when we said this, but I have, I also have some rock influences anywhere from Nirvana to, to Linkin Park. And it's funny, um, I, like I said, I think Metallica is one of the best rock bands out, out there, but it's funny that um, this is the rock and rap connection because bands like like Linkin Park also have connections to, to, to the rap world as a Linkin Park, I think, did a whole entire tour and did songs with the legendary, as we mentioned, the legendary Jay-Z. So I, I think that it's funny how um, we're doing this rock and rap connection show, and there has always been a connection between the genres of rock and rap. It just, it just yeah. how things work. Um, we've got we've got some more news. Um, now, one of the most buzzworthy moments in the world every year is the nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, this year, Iron Maiden, Soundgarden, and Rage Against the Machine were among the nominees. Nice. But there are quite a few artists who are now eligible to be nominated and weren't. And we're just going to go over some uh, some of these uh, artists that are now eligible and possibly should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. Uh, we're going to start off with Evanescence is now eligible. <laughs> yeah. Their first recording was the Evanescence EP in 1998. Oh, God. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age, their first uh, album was in 1997. Yeah. Uh, Limp Biscuit is now eligible uh, with the $3 bill y'all coming out in 1997. So we're going, we're going mid 90s, late 90s here. Uh, Creed, with my, uh, their first recording was My Own Prison, 1997. Uh, Godsmack. Ooh, did we, did we got a lot of good <laughs> hands on here. Godsmack again them, yeah. in 1997. Jesus Christ. So, Carl, I'm just gonna read some of the comments here. Carl says, uh, there, there will never be another guitarist like Cliff. No, ever. No, right? So, I agree with you guys. I agree. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna go with another, with another late 90s, mid 2000s band. Okay. 
Yeah, go ahead. All right, well, while Chris handles his technical difficulties, I'm I'm gonna tell you something to tell you guys something that I forgot to mention. Also, uh, so Dr. Dre's um, so I mentioned that the chronic the chronic is also back on streaming services. So coming coming with that, coming with that, um, they also have a mer merchandise available at um, interscope.com slash store. So if you go to the inner inner interscope records store, um, you can find um chronic oh, I'm back. merchandise. Whoa. Hey, and Chris is back. Yes, yes. I don't know what happened. Um for some reason, my uh, laptop went into airplane mode. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, uh, back, I guess we'll get back to the list here. Um, yeah, yeah, get back. Yep. We had System of a Down, Third Eye Blind. Wow. Third Eye that, that's, Blind. That's wild. I haven't heard those these bands' names in a while. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, here's another one that for you. Rob Zombie. Oh, yes. Mr. Rob Zombie, of course. Uh, Within Temptation, their first recording was uh, Enter in 1997. Seven Dust, again from 1997. Uh, amazing band. <laughs> Seven Dust has been around again since, like, since 1997. They're still putting out new albums to this day. Yeah. Um, we also have Hoobastank. Oh, I, I've never heard of them, actually. Yeah. On a little side note about Rob Zombie. He's going back out on tour this year. Yes, he is. Rob is, Zombie wow. is going back on tour. And, and one of their stops is start? right here in the great state of New Jersey. Wow. Okay. And when, when, when is that starting? In the summertime? I believe so. I will pull that up okay. and I will get back to you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Roberts. Appreciate that. So, yeah, those are just uh, some artists that are, that are eligible now. For the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, this this last piece of news I have for you guys. I know uh, Costa will appreciate it because he is a Lincoln Park fan. Um, they yeah. have sort of a, a puzzle on their on their website here that I, that I was I was looking up earlier. Um, no one know. I mean, there's a lot of theories out there on um, what it could be, but it's kind of like a little mini game, like a like a 16 bit mini game. Um, and pretty much it, it, you click on things and like, you'll show the album. There's pictures of, of, uh, there's like a little wordle game that they have called Lurple. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's really weird and it's kind of remind me of like what WWE did with the whole Bray Wyatt thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I'm like, what the hell is, is this like all about? So eh, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to like start teasing, um, a new tour. Maybe, maybe that would be that would be very interesting. It would be it would be that it would be the first tour without uh, Chester. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's true. If they do end up doing a tour, then I am definitely going to be attending. If they come to Toronto, yeah. Toronto, Canada, I'm definitely going to be attending that. If, if it's going to be hard to replace Chester, but I, I think I think oh they they'll try to find somebody that can that can hit those notes like Chester can. Yeah. Um, so in terms of my, uh, in terms of my, uh, my news, it, it or the hip hop side, of things, it, it slipped my mind that this weekend is also the, also the Grammy awards. So let me, let me try to find, uh, Hold on, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You asked me to look up the Rob zombie tour. Yes. When does that start? He is touring with Alice Cooper. Whoa. Oh, wow. That's going to be a sick show. There. Yeah. yeah. Two different style musics teaming up. But they're But I it's going it's that's going to be one theatrical uh fucking tour, bro. <laughs> it's stage, like the stage the theatrics. Tour. It's going to be like the Metallica tour. Okay. But right here their first show is Thursday, May 18th in Daytona, Florida. Okay. And I stand corrected. They're not here in Jersey. September 9th, 
They are out in Jones Beach, out in Long Island, New York. Ooh. So, oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right. And then on the 10th, they're up in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, nice. Well, John mm. Boy, can uh, our producer John can uh, <laughs> can uh, attend the uh, Long Island show if he wants to. But, September. Uh, yeah, All right. September. All right. I, I might, I might want to go to that one. It's called <laughs> On Parade 2023 Tour. Pompery. Yeah, oh. That's what the tour is called. Okay. I like it. I like it. I, I, I like, like it. it. I'm with it. Yeah. It's gonna. So that's gonna be. That's gonna be six Florida, show. and then coming this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna start. Yeah. South and then go. Yeah. Upwards. East. Our okay. other producer decided to say, "I will be at that show. It's not far from me." Ah. Uh, no, All no, right, no. we we may have to uh, link up, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we may, we may need to link up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you guys may need to link up because I don't know how I'm gonna make it to New York, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to come out there. Sh- Soon, soon. I'm gonna try to come out there soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, not bad prices so far. How much? How much is it? You're looking at about seventy-seven dollars a piece right now. That's oh, really nice. not bad at all. Nice. No. The uh, that, 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 that may be in in the plans. That may be in the plans. Yeah, so speaking of uh, prices, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna let you guys know. So the I know we're switching topics here a little bit, but I'm gonna go back to the Dr. Dre thing. So the merchandise for the Chronic album, it's anywhere from eighty-five dollars to as as little as like twenty dollars. So I think I think the the um, the hoodie is like probably. Uh, eighty-five dollars and or Jesus. some some combo of the because there's a cassette too. So the the combo of the hoodie and the cassette is like eighty-five dollars. So it's it's pretty affordable. It, yeah, because like I said, it goes from eighty-five dollars to like thirty dollars, and like it's very affordable. The 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 merchandise, it's it's good, good quality too. Um, I, I think I think eighty-five dollars for for a hoodie and a. Uh, yeah, right. It's, it's, it's a little much. That's like when what's his face? Um, when he did a McDonald's deal. Oh, and uh, yo, like he was selling the merchandise, and it was like fucking forty five dollars for a <laughs> McDonald's employee shirt. Like, <laughs> like, come on. I know some uh, some uh, artists kind of like overdo it, but yeah. Um, let me see if there. Let, let me see if there is uh, some nom- uh, some Grammy nominations here. Um, so uh, let me see here. Doctor, oh, I have a list of it, but anyway, I, I'm gonna try to find it. Do you do you want to go to? Uh, yeah, I was I was just thinking, let's go to a little yeah. commercial break. Uh, yeah, do you want to go to commercial And we'll come back break, with, yeah. with some more news and some more topics and some more bullshit for you guys. This yeah. is the Rock and Rap Connection. Uh, we're going to go to a quick commercial from our sponsor, Doobie. Yes, sir. Hey, folks. This is Carl from the ATR Network. Just want to let you know we have a brand new sponsor. It's Doobie Energy. All your energy drinks with no jitters and no crash. Check this out. See you next time. Back. All right, guys. That was a that was a nice little promo for yeah. our sponsors, Doobie Energy. Um, it's it's all that energy without the bullshit you find in energy drinks. All those chemicals, all all that shit that that is, uh, Costa would agree is 
just shit for your body. You know the modified BS. Yeah, let's just go like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> for, for people who don't know, you're gonna, you're gonna, I'm gonna pull the curtain back a little bit. So I, I choose to stay stick to a organic and like sort of like a, most times sort of vegan diet, right? So I, I'm, I'm a huge health buff. So I, I try to stay away from like genetically modified foods as much as I can, right? Depending on the on the situation there, yeah. Yeah, much healthier. You're a much healthier healthier man than me. <laughs> it's okay, but I for people who don't know, I also have a a disability called cerebral palsy. So I I just choose it's just my choice to stay on the healthier side of things because I can't really afford to. Really, anybody can. Nobody can afford to, but I can't really afford to get sick. So I just rather stay on the on the healthier side of of, of things. I'll tell you, I, I kicked out. I kicked out soda. Like I drink more water and, yeah, and yeah, iced yeah. tea, and uh, not not so much juice. But sometimes I have juice. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I totally kicked it out. Now, if if I do like happen to have a, a drink of soda. Yeah. Uh, it tastes so weird to me. Like I had <laughs> yeah. uh, no choice but to get a Mountain Dew the other day. Yeah. And it it's like it tastes like like floor cleaner, like like <laughs> oh, really like Mister Cleaner. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't know. It yeah. just for me, it tasted like this little floor cleaner called uh, Fabuloso. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, hmm. So this is what Fabuloso tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, yeah, so yeah, it, it it definitely has a a weird taste of it. Like, I wonder if I did like eat clean like that. Like, how much other foods would taste so completely different? Okay. But listen, I, I love my fat. I love my greasy food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. Exactly. I'm an American. <laughs> give me my give me my steak. Give me my potatoes. <laughs> Make sure my bacon's fat. <laughs> oh man yeah but i mean I, i'm gonna just say this a lot of people say that like if you go to like somewhere like europe and like those countries like greece and stuff they, they say that the food tastes so different from how it tastes in like north north america right because they, they use like um like ingredients with no like preservatives preservatives and stuff like that but like I don't know, cause I've never been, I I never been to Greece, but from what I can tell, it it it's a lot. Of, the food is a lot different from how it is in like here in North America, right? But I don't know. I've never like traveled to Greece, so I I don't know. I have to go there and try it. But well, I was, I was watching um a video on Logan's Paul Logan Paul's podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was talking about how out in Switzerland, like they don't have fast food. They don't have nothing yeah. like that. Um, and their meals are like so like if you want a burger or something like that, you're paying like eighty-five dollars for a burger. Really? Oh shoot. It's, it's yeah, it's 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 crazy. Uh, they were going to a party and everything, and it was fifteen hundred dollars to get in. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and they're like rolling around with billionaires and they're just throwing the money. And they're like, God damn, like, we don't got it like this, like shit. <laughs> and then they, they thought the bar was open bar and they now they wound up getting their bar tab and like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, everything's fucking expensive. Um, but they said the food is like it's exquisite food. It's not it's not like shit that we eat here in North America. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, I guess over there, they try to make everything or, or make sure everything is like organic. Right. Because like in Greece and stuff, they, they make sure that it, it's, it's organic, like from an actual like animal that that's, I'm going to say, I'm going to probably use the wrong word, but animals that are like, like from a farm, like, uh, like farm, uh, farm feed. Right. It's not like genetically modified, yeah. it's not like organic. Right. So yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's, a, it's an organic yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to to see there. Um, well, I, I got some organic shit right here too. Oh, you do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> actually, you know what? That is, it is organic, really. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually it actually is it's homegrown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it's home it's homegrown in California. It's <laughs> right, 
right, right. So um, <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, California has the best, uh, best of that stuff there, right? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, um, man. I was gonna read. I was gonna uh, go through some of the uh, hip hop um, gra uh, Grammy Grammy nominees, but let me see if I can. Yeah, let me see if I have it here. Hold on. So it says. For best rap song, the nominees include Jack Harlow featuring Drake. Churchill Downs is what the song is called. Uh, Kendrick Lamar put out a song before releasing his new album uh, called The the Heart Part 5. That, that's up for a Grammy. Um, Gunna and Future featuring Young Thug for Pushing P and... Future featuring Drake and Thames, Wait For You, as well as DJ Khaled featuring Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, and John Legend uh, for God Did. So th those are your nominees for best rap song. Um, so from those, from those, I would probably choose, if I, if I, had, it, if I had to choose, um, if I had to choose as a as a member of the board, I'll probably choose uh, Kendrick Lamar's "The Heart" Part Five. Uh, See, I I, I I have to agree with Eminem on the whole Grammy stance in that yeah. it's not a it's not a judgment on your music. It's not. It's a judgment on your popularity, your money, um, yeah. marketing. That that's 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 what it is. You know, and it it should be about the music. Uh, let me let me tell you something about a little something about the Grammys. Realistically, yeah, Kendrick Lamar should win that. Yes. And if he doesn't, you know, we we know why he doesn't. You know, it's, because of because of payola and and yeah. the Grammys are fixed. They're fixed. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I can tell you right now, probably uh, Churchill because it features Drake, probably Churchill Downs. Will, will be will be the winner uh from from jack harlow but again i would me personally i would choose kendrick lamar to to win or probably sweep sweep the grammys for whatever for all the categories that he's part of yeah 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 i would probably uh i would probably choose kendrick lamar to to sweep the the grammys when it comes to the hip-hop side of things there but um to, to be honest me because i'm gonna say this I love all of Kendrick Lamar's albums, and he's one of my favorite artists. But I, I will say this: his latest album, um, "Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers," um, I think because of the the time the time frame in which he released it, because he hasn't released an album in five years before uh, May thirteenth this year. Um, I think because of the, the the distance between releases, this album didn't didn't really didn't really stick with me. I, I I'm a, I'm still a huge fan of it. I'm still a huge fan of it, fan of it, but there 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 weren't there weren't really songs on it that that really stuck out in my in my mind. Like I like um like my favorite Kendrick Lamar album was uh is probably his uh, well I'm gonna say his first one, but it wasn't his first one. His first one with Dr. Dre, which came out in. Uh, 2012 called good kid mad city that's yeah. probably my, my favorite one from kendrick lamar and the one he released before this one which was five years ago in it was called damn so that, that yeah. uh, so good kid mad, mad city and damn are probably my favorite kendrick lamar albums now as far as the latest one like i said it, it didn't really it had good songs on it but it didn't really stick with me um from my from a music from a I can repeat the music or play the music repeatedly standpoint, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, I, they did. You know what? Um, uh, there's a there's a few artists that I'm like that with, where it's like, okay, they, there was one or two albums that were like, eh, it's you know, it didn't it didn't stick with me. Yeah. But um, I think Kendrick Lamar, there hasn't been an album for me that I haven't liked from Kendrick Lamar. Um, yeah. No, not every good, song. It's still a good not album. every song was, you know, but yeah. I mean, I love Damn, like you said, Good Kid, yeah. Mad City. That that was another one. Um, yeah. 
this album um i've only listened to a, a couple songs three three songs from it yeah, yeah, yeah. um but um you know I, I gotta listen to it a bit more to kind of get a feel for it but i don't think it's bad uh he's, he's again he's a good story to story we go back to storytelling he's a good storyteller yeah exactly you can you know I, a good storyteller is you know you can just close your eyes put put your earbuds in and just you know you, you can listen. picture everything he's saying yeah exactly picture exactly. what he's saying man and, and like, I, I think so far kendrick hasn't had an album where that where that isn't the case you know where where because a lot of rappers put out albums and it's yeah. just random like kind of like feel like random songs different subjects all on on e -E, and there's no flow to it you know yeah, it's just yeah. like let me just let me just try to put a banger after banger after banger on there and yeah, that, that's how yeah, this it just comes off random. Music is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but can I suggest two albums? I, and people are gonna call me biased for saying this, but I, I don't care. But so I'm gonna suggest two albums to you to, to to listen to and let me know what you think. Okay, besides Kendrick Lamar's new one, which is which is Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, I suggest that you listen to uh. Lloyd Banks' two new albums, The Course of the Inevitable 1 and The Course of the Inev Inevitable 2. And let me know, because I, I, I want your opinion. I respect your opinion on hip-hop. So I just want to know what you think of those two albums. So would you mind giving me your view in the next couple of weeks about those oh, two yeah, albums? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely, I'll definitely check them out. I'll I'll check them out, bro. Okay. You know what? I, I got I got two albums on the rock side for you, Madison. So okay, about okay. That. I, okay. All right, know. I'll yeah, give you know. a little homework too. Yeah, All let right. me know. Um, we're gonna go with Guns and Roses, yeah. Spaghetti Incident. Okay. Okay. And uh, we're gonna go with. All right, we're gonna go with Motley Crue. Yep. Uh, Too Fast for Love. Okay. Okay. I would definitely those two it. albums are whew. okay. Uh, those, 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 those. Listen to them. Listen to them. <laughs> okay, I will. I definitely will. If I'm not mistaken, also just 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 on the point of of you mentioning Motley Crue, also Post Malone put out put out a song called Motley Crue as well. Yes. I don't know if you I don't know if you know that, but yes, put yes. out a song called Motley Crue as well. So from um also Machine Gun Kelly did a song with Motley Crue. Oh oh did he did he okay. I didn't yeah. know that I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. if I, if, so you know you know how much I like M I love Eminem right? So uh -huh. so 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 I'm gonna say this not not being biased or anything but th there was a point there was a point that I did not like Machine Gun Kelly. If, 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 oh yeah, if, me too. If if you look at no no if you look at the history, he had a he had a, a kind of like a beef with Eminem, right? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I I, I was I was all for Eminem in that beef, bro. Oh, you I were? Was, uh, you were? I was, I hell yeah, bro. Okay, okay. I'm not really a fan of MGK. I'm not I'm not really a fan of him. But there's a couple songs off of the uh, WWE 2K22 game that I didn't even realize. I didn't even realize they were MGK songs. I'm just sitting there bopping to them, and I know the lyrics to them and everything. And then I go scrolling through, and I'm like, that's fucking MGK. Fuck, all right. I, like, I can't say I don't like them, you know? Like, all right, there, there's a couple songs here I like from them. Yeah, yeah. So he has a, he has a, good, a couple of good songs, but I think that, I mean, he... When he was part of the rap genre, he, he was doing pretty well, to be honest. But I, I don't know why he switched. I think the whole rap uh, beef with Eminem thing made him switch, actually, genres, like, switch to another genre of music. Because maybe... Or it could be, you know, like, he, like someone like me, you, you would think I just listen to rock music. But no, I got a, I, you know, I got a, I got a love for hip-hop. You know, yeah. I used I used to write, I used to rap, I used to go into yeah. studios and shit. You know, yeah, I yeah. used to put out fucking mixtapes and sell mixtapes and oh, did like, you? I, I used to I do got, all I gotta that, hear bro. I gotta hear uh I gotta hear some of the old I have I have nothing of it. Um <laughs> I, all right. so when I was like sixteen, I, I like fifteen, sixteen, I started writing because I was I would go visit my cousins in Canarsie. And you know, I would stay with them and 
And one of my cousins, Jason, was into rap and writing everything, and he had a computer with some beats, and we were just like, just silly shit, just like chilling, and he had a whole crew and everything, and yeah, I, I would just wind up start writing, and I just started like kind of working on on my flow and delivery because at first I wanted to be mad fast, so I wrote some shit to um, Twister and Dragons, Twisted Heat. Oh wow, yeah, I remember that. So I wrote some shit to that, and it was just like, and, I, and he was like, "Yo, man, that's a little bit too fast." You know, it was like you gotta. So then I, I was like, just started coming up with stories and just like, "Yo, what would be a hot punchline?" You know, and yeah. I would just throw in these things that, um, you know, and I'd pull them together, and I just never like, like I took it seriously up until like I was talking to a couple record labels. Yeah. And hearing like the shit that they would they would tell you, you know, Trey, like one of them was like, Oh, um, you should rap about you. And I'm like, that's the only thing I rap. But, like, I don't know, I don't know how to rap about somebody else or somebody yeah. else's shit or yeah. somebody else's life. Like, yeah. and like it's like, all right, nah, like it kind of killed it for me. And I was like, nah, you know what? I don't wanna, I don't I wanted to make money off of it. I wanted to do this. This is what I wanted to do, okay. you know, besides wrestling. And yeah, it just kind of killed it for me. But yeah. I, I would go, I would, what I would do is I would hit up artists from all over the world through MySpace. Uh, back oh, MySpace, wow. Days. Okay. Yeah, bro. And I, I would get artists from Germany, New Zealand. I would get artists from everywhere, other states. And I had this idea to put out a, a, a mixtape with artists from all over the world, bro. Yeah. Like, all over the world. And I did. I had 26 tracks on the mixtape. Uh okay. Of course, four four tracks were from me, and there was a track from everybody else. But it was mostly yeah. to promote myself. Yeah. And what I would do is, I charge them to be on the mixtape. Yeah. And they pay me five dollars a song to yeah. put on the mixtape. Yeah. So then, what I would do, I'd have to, I'd have twenty six tracks on there, um, with, with some skits and shit, and I pressed myself like a hundred copies nice um and packaged them up and everything did the artwork out packaged them up in cellophane and everything bro and i took a trip to south carolina because i was going there to visit some family yeah and i went down there with a shitload of mixtapes and i and i lent some money i used the money to buy weed and sold (laughs) that weed and while I was selling my my weed, I was selling my mixtape. Okay, okay, okay. So, or I would do a deal like, yo, if, if you if you bought off me, if you bought some, you know, you bought a dime or twenty, you know, whatever, you got free, you know, I give you, I give you my mixtape. Right. And you know, that's how I spread spread the mixtape out. You know, so I made some more money off of it. I sold a lot. Of, I sold a lot of mixtapes on the beach at Myrtle Beach, walking down the oh, beach. Nice. <laughs> I have my, um, I have you know, there were a couple times I had to, I had to run, uh, get away from the law. But <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it was I made kind of a killing that, like, I was. That's kind of where I kind of started the entrepreneurial attitude. Like, I wanted, I do it myself. Like, I'll just yeah. fuck it. I'll do everything myself. And um, it, it's going through that because I was like, I contacted all these people myself. Yeah. They paid me. I got them to pay me to be on a mixtape. Okay. I, I packaged it up myself, pressed it myself, went down to fucking South Carolina and, and sold CDs wow. and sold them all. I, I came back with no CDs. Wow. That's yeah. Wow, My brother used to pay for me to go to a studio actually in uh, New Jersey. Uh, yeah. At the time it was, I believe it was fluid studios. Um, DMX would record there from time to time. Like a lot, of, a lot of artists would go there, and like I, I would go there. So I kind of had that little experience of what it, you know, what it really goes into. I mean, that shit was expensive. My brother had to deal with me. I was still in high school at the time. My brother uh-huh. had to deal with me if I, if when my grades dropped, he, I don't go to the studio. So. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, 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 okay. That, that that's actually a good deal. Yeah. yeah. That's actually a good deal. That's actually a good deal. But uh, no, like I, 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 I like there was a like a like a spotlight performance show like a talent search thing for well, hip-hop artists at the time yeah 
and of course I signed up for one, you know, yes. um, and I went, yeah, I signed up for one. And I think it was like for hot 97 and violator records or oh, something nice. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was They're big. Huge. And I, you know, yeah, I had to audition and everything like that. Um, and actually that was one that Joel Ortiz won. Oh, oh, you were, oh, you were there with that. I remember that. I, I didn't make it. I didn't actually make it to the performances, you know, um, but you know, I, I remember seeing him in the in the room. Yeah, yeah. You know, wow. auditioning and so yeah. So it was like, yeah. Um, also, my graduation from high school that night, I booked a, my own performance at a at a fucking bar, bro. It like <laughs> it was. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, bro. So, so, um, so you are a true entrepreneur, then. Wow, that's good. That's bro. Good. I, th th that's what started the hustle, man. That yeah, that's really yeah. what started the yeah, hustle, yeah. bro. That night, I'll, I'll tell you, I made no money. There was like nobody there, okay. but it was I was it was my graduation night. Um, yeah. we got me and my whole crew got like discounts on 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 drink prices, so we was drinking. Yeah. And I got to perform songs. I'll, I'll be honest, this song may not fly today. But you know uh Snoop Dogg's sexual eruption. Yeah. That song? I do, I do. Okay, I made a remix to that song. Oh, oh okay, you did. Just, okay, 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 okay. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if it would fly today. No, probably, All right, this probably, is not, just, probably not. Probably not. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but the name of the song was Sexual Harassment. It was, oh, God damn it. Okay. It was a parody. It was a parody, you know, song. It, it, it like it meant really. It was just a fucking joke. Um, yeah. that wouldn't fly today. But I mean, I was drunk as shit performing my song. <laughs> like, bro, it was amazing. Yeah. Those are some good fucking times, though. And like, there's still part of me that wants to write and like, and I'm just like, I don't know. I kind of gave up on the whole being a being a rapper. Bro, bro, I, I, bro I'm telling you, I, I know, I know, we do this show in the rock and rap connection, but me, me, and you should talk, man, because. The, the the way I the way I see it is you have the same kind of entrepreneurial spirit that I do. So maybe we, we should get together when it comes to like this music stuff and sh and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll if you want to if you want to try it again we'll we'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah, we could do that. Um, why don't we take uh, our last commercial break? Yeah. Why don't we, um, and if we'll do that, and if yeah. you're like me and you are a smoker of tobacco and other things, um. <laughs> Well, this is a commercial for you. If you are in Jersey, go visit them. Uh, producer, why don't we play the commercial? Yeah. Hey, guys. This is Carl from the ATR Network, also the producer of the Around Rose podcast. And I'm proud to introduce to you one of our good partners. Moonstar Smoke, right here in Animal Park, New Jersey. There's their phone number, their fax number. Guys, if you're a, a vape smoker like I am, they have everything you need. Also, too, if you're a hookah smoker, they have all your needs for that. Check them out. They're a mom and pop store. Sweetest people in the world. And you want to check them out. But also, too, you want to stay tuned to see more advertisements coming from them. And we're That's back. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Moonstar Smoke in Elmwood, New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I might have to check them out next time I'm in Jersey, which which actually will be uh, uh, next month. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> I, I might actually have to go go check them out. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe do some advertisement for them. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, that would be a good way to pay for all this we have here. I'm joking. No, no, no. I'm joking. <laughs> we got to pay the bills somehow, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, Costa, it, it 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 is about nine o'clock now. Yes, uh, we're, 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 yeah, we're, we're hitting that uh, 58 minute mark. We're on 58 minutes here. Yeah. Uh, this is our first live show. I don't think it went too bad. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Think we, uh, I think it went perfectly. Yeah. 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 I know we, we could work on a couple of things, but uh, thanks to each and every one of you for tuning in. Uh, you know, it, it's a, it's an honor to be able to like chat it up of course. And now you guys live, you guys can interact with us in the comments um and when you watch the video back you know share it with us let us know your comments let us know your thoughts on the music industry it looks like our producer uh has a little something to say he popped in yeah guys also don't forget if you can't watch us live you can check us out on all podcast platforms except google 
podcast right now. We'll figure that we'll out. Yeah, we'll that. That. Don't, get, don't get us wrong. We'll be on that soon. But we're on everything podcast related. So check us out. If you can't catch us live every Thursday night. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And as Carl said again, I will reiterate. We're on pod- all podcast platforms now. So please, please, please check us out. We're, we're here live every every Thursday at 8 p.m. And we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you very much for tuning in to our first live show. This is the Rock and Rock Connection for Mr. Rex, for Mr. Roberts, and for John. I'm Costa, and we'll see you next week, guys. Thank you very Catch much. See you all next week. <laughs>